Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat in four sides, mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corner beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info this man needs medical attention holmberg's morning sickness the old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail good morning everybody hello there welcome USA. to monday USA. that's right brady's chanting it out it's 5 45 uh, my name's john all, there's brady brett Big Dick Toledo, uh, ready to go. It's Monday. Let's get this week started, shall we? And you're right. The Olympics, they're over. And I saw a guy in the news last night going, USA dominates the Olympics. We won it. Yep, that's right. I always go by percentage of athletes to medals. And we sent like, on average, it was like three per event. But we weren't at all the events, but we had like nine in certain things. So it averaged out to like, if there were every event, there would be three Americans per. And uh, that means we lost 600 times. 626 athletes. Crazy amount of people we sent over there. Got a ton of medals, but good Christ, we can't start screaming. Pulled it out at the end, John. By one over China. I know. Huge. It was tight. It was a tight battle between us and China, but we didn't win anything. If anything, the Bahamas or Trinidad Tobago, if they got one at all and they sent three athletes, they're the champions. They won the Olympics. We just won the volume race. We flooded it. With athletes and got it. And then I'm watching yesterday and they tried to sell me that women's basketball is as dominant as they're the biggest dynasty in the history of sports, they called them. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ, don't oversell this to me. The, the biggest dynasty in the history of sports? No. It's like false advertising. Oh, it's ridiculous. And who are they playing? Japan for the finals. You know how I know you're going to win a basketball tournament when Japan meets you in the finals? <laughs> If Japan's basketball team is the second best in the world, whatever league you're in sucks. Japan and basketball. The last group of people picked in every playground on American soil or Earth soil 
you got like nine people sitting there up against the wall, and you're one of the captains. At what point do you pick the Japanese kid? Last. <laughs> Why last. wouldn't you uh, keep that team together after the Olympics and tour around? Because you got and that play WNBA. Other man. I know. Well, they could make get, more money. No way. The WNBA is. They have you seen the commercial? It's not. We're not long, and the WNBA will be more dominant and more popular than the NBA. Yeah, that's I know. in their commercial. They're, they're actually now. they're actually shooting at the thing funding them in the commercial. The thing that makes us tick will be bigger than that. It's like telling your parents, you know, thanks for paying for everything, but this house sucks. At We're least start a, a lady three on three lake. Can't yeah. wait. You pick. Uh, look in order: the tall, the tallest black person first. Then you go down the line. If there are any more black people left, you pick them. Then the tallest white kid. Then the one who looks like he's probably the most athletic. Then a kid with, uh, you know, like you know, the walking sticks, like you know Jerry Lewis used yeah. to fight for. You get one of those kids. Wheelchair kid is the only thing you pick after Asians in basketball. Now you could be wrong. I've said it before. You could be wrong. But more than likely, you're going to nail it. And if you're limited to only Asians, you should never be in the finals unless, again, the league stinks. Japan's basketball team. Japan had a pretty good ratio. They had like 27 golds. Uh, they had way fine. more golds than they did They have plenty of other. Uh, look, they won all the table tennis uh, tournaments. They did everything they're supposed to do. That's exactly what this. That's why it's broken down by race. The whole thing is uh, this non – they say it's diversity, but you break everybody down by their borders, and then it, if it was diversity, you just let everybody go and win their own names. Biggest dynasty in sports. You beat Japan at basketball. Oh, I hate that women's basketball. Something fierce. And, they, and, and you know what the one thing I like about them? They don't start mouthing off that the men's national team gets paid more than them if they're the biggest dynasty in sports. They're not one of those. They're not taking a knee for all that. That'll change. I don't think so because I think they've shown themselves as WNBA people – and they real and they they realize that everyone like their league won't stand up if they start getting mouthy about how great they are, but they do every once in a while, and it always makes news and everything else. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I I'm sad to see the Olympics go. I watched a lot of it. And those closing ceremonies, I watched like two minutes because I'm like, wow, how are you televising this? This is for a crowd. Like there's supposed to be people here, and you didn't change the presentation. It's paid for. We got to do it. <laughs> right. So they shot fireworks, really cool fireworks display. Had these big grand speeches about, clo- but the the clap was like a you know like golf clap it's like the mason oh, jar they could have been at the mason jar doing this thing quiet it was a lot for a little but uh that ended so the olympics are gone and uh, i for one will miss them i like the live events i like finding that stuff and watching competitions and things like that so football's right around the corner here we are ready to go this week we'll start us off on our football so it was a nice little buffer there while everything's going i know brett's still got baseball on his brain oh, yeah. you and trip are the only ones left in the building there were nearly tears here Friday. I was walking out Friday. Friday ended poorly for me. Quite poorly. Why? What happened? Well, I was here till like one thirty or 2 doing a bunch of stuff. I ended up talking to Fitz for a while, and then I'm like, I got to go. Uh, and as I'm leaving, Scott Taylor, the other Cubs fan in the building, shows me the Cubs lineup for the day. I look, and I'm like, I don't know who that, I don't know who Schwe- who's Schweibel. Who's that? And he's like, oh, it's our first baseman. I'm like, I don't know who that is. Who's that guy? He's like, guys, there's new shorts. I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are. I'm not watching. I don't think I'll care until spring again. And he's like, ah, so I kind of leave in a foul mood. Although Anthony Rizzo has COVID now, and I think that's pretty great. And Javi's hurt, too. And Javi can't. Yeah, he's dinged. So, in a way, it's all panning out. But, so I go to my car and kind of a, like, kind of grouchy. Larry's with me. So Larry and I are walking out together, and he's like, all right, I'll see you later. 
And uh, Larry drives off, and I drive off right behind him. And I realize, wait a minute, I'm out of gas. I'm completely out of gas. I gotta go. I gotta turn around, and go back to the station. And as I turn, the car makes this whoop, 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 whoop noise. And I'm like, what in the world? And I look in the air pressure on the tires. I got one down to like eight. So my front Shit. tire was flat. It's Man. like 150 degrees outside. I pull back in the parking lot. I call Larry. I'm like, Larry, can you come back? Just gonna try to get a ride home. Larry goes, "I'm at the 101." I'm like, "Jesus Christ, how fast are you driving?" Wait a minute. In fairness, that's like four miles. I know, but it's Larry. You figure Larry would have like, well, yeah. I picture him driving with like his caution lights on the entire time for some reason, (laughs) like just being very careful. Way and and there's some droning to do. Well, that could be. It was a weekend drone weekend, so he didn't come back. So I was here, and me, and I'll tell you what, you two and your windshield wiper repair, out of business. Mark Randall and I. Put together a tire changing service in that parking lot in 150 degrees without a jack. Well, you had Randall. Without a jack, which was <laughs> awesome. Put that up there. You look outside at one of those uh, planters, you'll see my tire. We just flopped it right Jacked up in the up. air. Well, we threw it in the air and teetered it on, on two wheels and realized that wasn't going to work. <laughs> and then dro- drove it over here by the, uh, down in that little ditch. Yeah. And put some, uh, put some stuff under it and got it just up enough. And it was pretty awesome. It was Flintstonesy. I'll tell but you it what. It worked. A, it worked. B, it made me respect the hell out of anybody doing roadside service. We were out there for 20, 25 minutes tops changing this thing, trying to figure out how to do it. You're every, and all anybody who uses tools at all, oh my sweet Jesus. The, uh, we left them up for like a second. And the heat. And how hot they get. Oh, they, they, like you, I'm trying to find shade and you can't. Branding irons. Nothing you could do. It's just in your hand. Just yeah. smoke and I put it in the car. It would get hot. Uh, so we get that thing all done. Handy to have like one of those moving blankets, a short one that you can lay down. That would have probably gotten hot. It was miserable. Yeah. It was just miserable. Yeah. So I tip my cap to everybody out there who's like those poor drivers, who, those idiots that are on the side of the street that call in. and Those AAA guys AAA out there. AAA dudes. Yeah. In the, I would, oh, I, every time I got a call, if I was you after this, I'd be like, I'll see you after the sun goes down. You're going to be sitting on that freeway for a while. No way I could go out and do that every single day. I wanted to kill everybody. Why didn't Larry come back and get you, though? Again, it was four miles away. Because he was on the one-on-one, you see. He'd already made it to Big deal. <laughs> Flip a bitch and come back. I told Come him, on. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you that far. He goes, I will do it. But, uh, again, I'm already on the one-on-one. I'm really getting on it right now. And I'm like, oh, okay. Should offer him gas money. And then he goes, there's Tempe Marketplace. And I'm like, oh, I, I, you're, you're where you need to be going. You're halfway home. It's, it's cool. And he's, that's when he goes, Randall's still there. And I'm like, okay, I'll go. I just figured since you were done with work, I don't know if Randall's still working. And the last thing you want to do is coat some guy in tire black and sweat. But Randall got all into it. It was great. But it was depressing because. Let's assess this problem yo, here. It was an assessment. But there, I would have gotten in trouble if Susie was here because we were my Jeep was climbing yeah. all the stuff. You see all the black tire marks on everything? That's me. Great. We're going to get an email. Imagine oh, we'll get an email. cracked. Oh, coming off of it? Yeah. I had to be real careful that the bumper didn't smash down onto the concrete. It takes an edge off of it. Oh, yeah. Well, it was pretty neat, though. I'm sure everybody inside was like, what's Holmberg doing? He's being an asshole out there. Yep. <laughs> they didn't know I had a flat. I'm just driving on stuff, trying to prop it up. But I'll scrub it if she makes me scrub it. I mean, I'll hire someone to scrub it if she makes me scrub it. That'll so be the- Jeremy's going to be out there scrubbing. Jeremy's going to be out there probably okay. scrubbing tire marks off all the stuff we tried to. It was pretty cool, though. On a, on the big tire like that, does that tire, is that done? Or do they oh, plug I think, it? I'm not plugging that. Yeah, okay. No way. It had a nail in it. Now, Larry did help with that. He goes, do you think it was intentional? I'm like, of course it was. Larry, there's a guy running around the parking lot just hammering nails into my tires. Check your tires, everyone. There's a – but I got screwed. Those big tires pick up everything. So you get screwed. I got a lot of construction in my neighborhood. There's inevitable. But, yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't patch one of those. 
I don't trust the patch or a plug for like if I were to take it out four wheeling yeah. and stuff. I just I want fresh big tires. So now I got to do that. But Randall was telling me the the gas mileage issues that I'm going to have now because my spare is pretty new. It's like you get some wear and tear on these. You get a brand new. It's going to do some pulling. You're probably going to lose some gas mileage. I'm like I'm all right. I'll be good. <laughs> Just swampy messes. Oh, and also thanks to Marcus Meng for somehow or another standing in 110 degrees, holding a cup of coffee and watching the entire event outside, and then <laughs> and then wanting thanks at the end. I was here in case IT stuff broke. Like, what if you had a technical issue? I'm like, here's something I don't understand, and I'm just flat stupid. So I take one tire off, right? Put the new tire on. I didn't attach any anything. I didn't attach anything, like wires or anything. Tires off, tires on. Pop it on there. Put the spare back where it goes. The car still knows the air pressure of that tire. So the sensors were on the uh, spare. I don't know. Had to have been. Are they sensors? Yeah. Like, yeah, there's, there's sensors. sensors inside the wheel. Inside, inside the, the wheel. Yeah. 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 And then there's something that reads it. Where? There's either there's either some some of them have like a band that actually wraps around the wheel and then they put the tire on over it. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So then you just plug it in there, and the thing. Yeah, yeah, because like, like if you digit, put most, like in most the, cases, with Bluetooth. But the weird thing is, yeah, it's something I don't know exactly the the frequency and all that kind of stuff. But the weird thing is, normally on the spares they don't do that, right? Well, so, Usually I mean, it goes away on yeah. the spare. But yeah, that's popped it that's on. Good there. to know. Yeah, put but it you in. had a full size spare. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Oh, I don't mess around with those yeah. little baby spares. It would look funny on there anyway. But yeah, that was the strangest thing. And I drove home just thinking, am I the stupidest guy in the world? Or did we attach something? I figured there'd have to be like a wire. Or something that ties into it to know, but it's like through the air. It's through yeah. magic. Yeah, it's, it's got to be maybe thre- threaded somehow through where it has contact and it reads it. Yeah. Earlier. Where? Well, it's it's some kind of radio signal. It's well, like, I don't know. You if know. You know. I'm talking to you two. Can't change windshield wipers. I'll have some expert email me and tell me the <laughs> truth. I got Brady with his. I know this answer face, but it's a it's a Tandy wire from Radio Shack. <laughs> That's what I was looking <laughs> for. That runs through. I there. figured that I'm like you can't put a wire in a wheel. It would just spin, break. Where does this thing go? And it was, and it took a while. Like I drove to the gas station after I changed it. I popped it in there, got the gas, put it in. It still said I had an eight on the front right. And I'm like, well, that's probably just going to stay there until I figure out how to plug that back in. And then like on 44th Street and Thomas, boom, 37. I'm like, what the hell? How does it know? It, was, it, it baffled me. Up on that one, it's attached to the valve stem. Here, I'll show you. But then what? The old valve stem. It's just it's it's like a it's like a, a signal that but it throws magic. out to the it's yeah. just through flat out through magic. Well, that's why you needed Marcus. Out that's there. outstanding. That is. I guess Marcus <laughs> did do something. That's technology that's just completely unnecessary, but awesome. So it looks like it just hooks up to the valve stem, like right there. So this this is where you air up your tire, and then this is on the inside. And it's of the just tire. on the inside. Yeah. Man, oh man. And it just shoots a signal out to my mm-hmm. car. And if it breaks, it's going to cost me $10,000 to repair. <laughs> Probably. That's basically what we're talking about. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. If you I had can no put your idea. ear close enough to the tire, you can hear a. It's sending Morse code. Yeah. <laughs> Why? 
So there's a, a little 1940s yes. nuclear scientist inside my car somewhere yep. at all times reading Morse code and then firing off a printout. Man, there's some inventions that we've got that we just don't even bat an eye about, like yeah, how just cool assume. it is. Yep. Just that happened. We depend on it. I still go back to the 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 phones, the FaceTime. And how it couldn't get blocked. Like, I'm going to really screw someone's up. There are sensor readers, you know, because... When you'd get those old, uh, every now and then, the wireless mics, mm -hmm. there's only so many oh, yeah. channels if yeah. you don't spend money on it. And you're screwing up somebody's- Yeah, uh, and they've had it in a couple of things. Higher pressure you, with your wireless mics You're somehow. picking up someone else's conversation. Hey, baby, be back picking yeah, up later. Yeah, Mr. Microphone was a huge <laughs> problem. I just looked at, the, like, you know, FaceTime phone calls, and I always say that. I'm like, we went from telephones attached to the walls to wireless to making calls. Not only making calls, but now having meetings- Nobody said anything, and that was the coolest thing back in the when I was a kid watching TV. It's like, oh, you imagine if we do video phone someday, yeah. like Back to the Future, and every show that had some technology, putting them up on the screen in Star Trek, put them on the screen. You'd be like, oh, that's the coolest thing in the world. Someday we'll probably and we have it, and we're like, who cares? James it just, Bond would have it on his watch. Yeah, yeah. It just happened in like a blink, and nobody said like, we finally did it. We cured AIDS for Christ's sake. It, there's commercials with gay guys humping, like like that big Indian tranny that's nailing that little one in that big Tarvey commercial. We cured AIDS for men. You have HIV. You can still bang the crap out of each other thanks to Big Tarvey because you can't catch it anymore. It's over. Nobody celebrated AIDS, curing AIDS, except for Big Tarvey is not good for women. They say so. One dude throws his arm around his interracial boyfriend and says, it's not for everybody. They don't even acknowledge women to the point where they don't even say who it's not for. It's not for everybody. You know who we mean. <laughs> Those swarthy fishermen. Ladies. Which is pretty great. Yeah, we've done a lot of things. And this sensor in my tire. Magic. Just flat magic. Next up, what Willy Wonka did with Mike TV. We're, gonna We're doing people. that. I do that every day with porn. It's more or less like uh, the 3D printer, too. <laughs> that scares me. 3D porn, I have my phone, and I'm like, yeah, I want to watch this MILF. I watched the porn yesterday on a uh, thing called Mom Swap. It immediately uh, put me off. Yeah, I started to go, and then I'm like, ooh, this looks good. Uh -oh. The little clip looked great, and I hit the button. You know how it gives you the title. You know. Oh, yeah. It gives you the title of what you're doing yeah. there, and then, boom, it comes up the company, that the website you're at, and it's Mom Swap. So I'm another like, guy's mom this. takes care of you? Oh, how no, it, work? Oh. it was two moms and two stepkids. Or no, two boys, and the moms got and they together. swap. They, the moms got together to... Hang out, and, and then the boys were there going, oh, they were like 27 or 8-year-old boys. For some reason, they needed their moms to meet up. They had their moms come over, and their moms were really hot. And one mom said to the other mom something about thinking her son was really sexy. And the next thing you know, mom swap's happening in the kitchen. So all. you still push through. Oh, I nailed no, through. I had to, sure. Well, once it said you know. mom swap, I'm like, what's the plot? <laughs> so I did kind of watch. I didn't finish to that one because that's – it's still two moms and their sons – High fiving when you're watching your mom, like it'd be like Brady and I going over, and Bunny and Marcy are in the house, and Bunny says, "You know, I've always thought that John had quite a massive erection." And my mom's like, "Yeah, it's, uh, Brady's a man, I guess." <laughs> That's what my mom would say. And then uh, the next thing you know, I'm looking over at you, eyeball to eyeball. Well, Marcy's working your your wrench, and you're like going, "All right," and I got Bun's teeth in my hands, and she's just going to town. <laughs> Mom That's mom swap, Brady. Oh, That's kind of realistic. <laughs> and Torps in the back going, hey, I need wipes. For Christ's sake, what's going on in that kitchen? 
Dan's just squinting at me oh, with a cowboy hat in the, fe- in the duster. He's fine. They've, they've been divorced for years. <laughs> it's like, shoot, she's good like that. <laughs> oh, God. Just tear up from the window. Put a finger in his butt. <laughs> uh, Dan, come on. This isn't dad swap. Your time's coming. <laughs> He's coaching. Mom swap. Anyway, back You're the to one the one that found it. I found mom swap, but I threw it from my phone with a single button up on an 88-inch television screen. No, nothing. Just boom, there's boom. The problem. Well, there's no problem. Okay. We didn't celebrate any of these inventions. Back when we went from three to four-head VCRs, they had like a oh, parade yeah. at Spencer's. Like multiple, we have the four have multiple heads. heads. We had the four-head VCRs. If you got one of them cruddy two-heads, you... Ah! We lost our minds. Yeah, I didn't know how it worked when I put that tire on, but it read it, and I was... The dumbest man on the planet trying to figure out how that happens. I, I, never, I didn't even think there's that something saves inside you t- there. Uh, another trip to the dealership or to wherever to get the sensor hooked up. Yeah, I had to do that on my, you know, on one of the tires. Yeah, I've had to do that too, getting tires replaced, and you got to bring it back to discount. And go look. They open it up, yeah. screw it back. No, in they there. just put this little computer next to it, or this little like handheld like remote control looking thing, and it just more magic resets it. Yeah, what the hell's going on? Uh, Vincent just messaged in says uh, TPS sensors are UHF signal battery and a small huh. sensor attached to the valve stem and transmits to the computer. So they took over all the VHF UHF stuff when TV just went completely digital. I think so. How about that? See, it's a good thing Marcus was out there man, for you. Man, it is. It really you, you is. You needed it out there IT with guy. hot coffee and a hot was too Actually, I didn't because magic happened. without. Maybe Marcus did a genie blink, <laughs> but it was the coolest thing in the world. I'm too stupid to understand how anything works. You two, I, I take we it. We would have handled yeah, it. We would have had that know, knocked out. <laughs> Brett and Brady's garage would have yeah. been a fantastic thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I was sweating. And then, you know, you come home and you're just miserable and covered in tire junk. Swamped out, and Megan goes. She looked pretty clean for having changed a tire. And I'm like, ah, I do. <laughs> My hands are black. Oh, I see. Never mind. I just stood out in that sun for 30 minutes with Mark Randall and Marcus Mang. That's brutal. <laughs> Don't tell me I'm clean. You look like you barely did a thing. Oh, I I did stuff. I don't think you did anything. Marcus did all the work, didn't he? Oh yeah, Marcus was killing it. <laughs> well, he did create magic. Which is impressive. On Sunday, I did a similar thing uh, as far as being out in the sun. Played golf in the morning, and then Ronnie says, I want to take a look at a car. You want to take a look at it? Okay. Go over there after after golf. So I've been in the sun for a good four or five hours. Right. And said, all right, I'll go over there and look at it with her. Won't say the dealership. Because um, <laughs> it's a, didn't it's go a well. classic. Uh, oh, the car? A classic uh, sale approach. Oh, oh I see. That so I thought. A that it, cruddy experience. Yeah, kind okay, of. Okay, gotcha. Sales guy was great. Right. But it was all passed off to. So after walking the lot in the, um, you know, and picking out a couple of cars that she wanted to take a look at, you get it. You want, want to run some numbers on it? Sure. So run the numbers. Sales guy was great. But then, the, you know, comes back, the sales manager. It was the classic here's the offer. What? Oh, That's he- a lot of money. Or, you know, like, <laughs> to you? Well, what do you. Trying to look for a, a monthly payment or something. Where do you right. need to be? And so it's the shock offer first. Sure. Then it comes back with another one, and it's like if this is more in your caliber right here, but you just added about 120 months to the payment to make it go down. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you don't see that you're paying for this till you're 90. And then you're on your way out, and uh, oh, by the way, this is so and so our sales manager. Yeah, let me talk to my manager, chief. Yeah. Hey, uh, what what was the uh, 
you guys didn't. It just wasn't working for you. No. Yeah. So then I stood over on the side of the sales manager. And go, I'm I'm on your side, and let's three of us. Let's attack her. Attack Ron. You got to do this deal, man. <laughs> We're throwing floor mats. I mean, WeatherTech. He's yeah. like, well, I won't do. It. I'll go half with you on that. I'm like, come on, lady. Mats. This is a great opportunity. I always I remember getting in an argument. And then with on the, the way out, one last little thing. Yeah. You're driving out. All of a sudden, here it comes with a piece of paper. They flag <laughs> last, you down. Oh, that's one last, last offer. Yeah. I wouldn't even stop for that one. Once I'm out the door, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I thought we left some no. something. That would have been a "you got to be kidding me" moment. I remember sitting. In I a, felt bad for the sales guy. Sitting in a room with a guy, and he brought in the thing off the window for the car, and he put it down. He goes, "Here, here we go." And I'm like, "Yeah." And he starts running it, and I said, "What are you doing?" And he said, "What do you mean?" And I said, "What do you do here, like, for the next ten minutes?" Because you're running numbers, and I'm like, I'm looking at your breakdown that you guys put on the window. Yes. Like it's like everything in the car you have, how much it is right next to. It. Now we're now we're now we're starting to talk about that. None of that's a thing. Oh, no, no, we just got, I mean, there's a processing fee. I'm like, that's not on here. And there's no, no, there's not. Like, you're doing it. You get the processing fee is your commission. That's, take it out of that. And he starts going and he goes, and so the price came up like $17,000 different than the car. Yeah. And I'm like, how did you do that? And he starts naming off stuff. We're going to want this, 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 and this, and this. And I'm like, why isn't it on here? Why don't you guys just, like, M&M's, I don't go and see M&M's for a dollar. And then I go to pay, and I'm like three fifty because well, what you're going to need is the package and the print for the package. And I'm like, it's it's charge me what charge me what the car costs. Yeah, you'd have a lot less pissed off people if you just saw that. Oh, here's the here's the bottom line. Well, that's the manufacturer's suggested price. I'm like, okay, well, I suggest you stick with that. That's the same with airlines, though. Too. Oh, oh here's your baggage fees. And this and just give me one price. Concert Shut tickets. Up. Yeah, we'd well, all be the happier. Classic about when you said the one price after yeah. that whole. Rundown. First of all, it starts off. I'm like, uh, I don't know about this. You're going around. There's a tag that says car price. Yeah. Today's price is oh, eight grand less than what the retail is, right? right? Mm-hmm. And you go over to that car, and he's like, "Oh, that's a that's the wrong thing. That is actually <laughs> eight thousand lower than the lower price. <gasps> Unbelievable." And then after all the three or four different um, options they gave you, yeah. and you're on your way out. I can't do that. What you're asking? We're we're one price. Yeah, one tri- I just saw five different See, prices. That's yeah. what I liked when I bought that Maserati. Yeah, the the guilt and the pressure when you wandered in there that you're poor with all those Ferraris for a million dollars sitting around. You're buying the cheapest one. You're buying the cheapest thing in their building, and you're looking at them. And I'm like, so is there a any moving on that car? Or, no. No, like price change. Here it me. is. No, this it's- is how much it is. I'm like, all right. And in fairness. What was written on that car was exactly the amount I paid. And I felt so stupid because I asked him about financing that day. And he told me, he goes, well, we have it. But because uh, he said cash, cashier's check, what are we doing today? And I just looked at him like, uh. So I just drained, I just drained an account. Yeah, I'm like, who, who has this kind of money? Oh, everyone who comes in Megan, here. Megan, get me. the briefcase. Yeah, hold on a second. <laughs> we'll go out into the Jeep and grab all the cash we've got. Megan, go sell the Jeep real quick. <laughs> But he looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, you know what? I prefer this way. He's basically like, if you don't have the money, leave. He didn't and say that, okay. but I'm like, geez, you know, he's yeah. right. I could have, I could have done all that. But then I went to the bank and got that check. I'm like, what am I doing? This is ridiculous. But the deal was really good. <laughs> Smoking. But when I asked him about, like, you guys don't do like uh, shave this off, shave that. He goes, no, that's the price. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I'm sure if I had a ton more money. It would have been different. 
But you go in and buy the cheapest thing at an expensive thing, that expensive place, pfft, you can ask them. They're just going to look at you and make you feel bad. At least my, my sadness of and insecurities came pouring out of me. So what about like uh, getting rid of that whole weather thing? Yeah, no, that's part of the car. Yeah, but do you have to pay? Do you have to? You have to pay for everything that's on the car, sir. I'm like you're right. <laughs> He's right. That guy's right. This isn't typical. I'm not. A, I'm not with Joe Schmo here. This guy's commissions are more than I make in a year off of two sales. So good for you. Uh, let's get a wake up song when we when we figure out all the magic that's around us. Goddamn tire sensors through Bluetooth letting you know what's going on. I had no idea that that's how that worked. I learned it just now. We all learn something. Uh, give us a wake-up song, 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Pathetic. 98. That's it. That's bonkers! You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.